Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Welcome to the Tackling Life Podcast with the great Ray Lewis and me, Dr. Christian Conti. It's the success podcast that tackles life through the lessons of sports. Look, one of the greatest things that sports could ever do is provide a sense of loyalty with people. But sometimes loyalty can go too far, and we're going to talk about that today. Mm. Wow, loyalty can go too far. So there's a story out of uh, that happened two years ago where these five football players from a Division two school were at a bar and one of the football players started to get in a uh, say some things to a female that were inappropriate. So a guy stood up to this guy and told him not to say anything. Well, this guy said, "Listen, his ego got in the way." And he started to step and he started to go after this guy, but his buddies were there. Four of his teammates were there, and so five. Uh, you know, grown men, football players in college beat up this guy and they beat him up so badly that the guy ended up with brain damage and his brain damage was so severe and they beat him nearly to death. So now these five young men who had an opportunity to do some amazing things with their lives will now spend the better part of their lives behind bars. And when you think about what happened there in that sense, that's that might be this case. That is this case of loyalty too far where they say, well, if my buddy was getting in a fight, I had to get in a fight. Um, and then loyalty can be pushed. We can push the envelope with loyalty. So we got to figure out when can you when should you be loyal and when should you just be mindful to do the right thing? I think the biggest issue, Doc, you know, you got first of all. You got to ask yourself, who are you loyal to? The second question, you got to ask, who the hell is around you? Right. Because that's everybody that's a teammate and a friend. That's a powerful statement right there. Everybody that's a teammate is not a friend. Right. That's, 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 that's one thing that I think learning when, you, when I learned over my career was that I don't have to like everybody. I just have to be able to work with everybody, mm. right? And so that's why I think loyalty sometimes, and you, you you think about it, right? You see guys with different uniforms on and they're loyals, right? They start pushing each other. And because of y'all look exactly the same with the same uniform, he's like, yeah, that's my boy. I got his back. I got his back. Really? So if your boy's out doing something stupid, you have his back as well, right? And so, look. Me, I, there were some hard lessons for me to learn in life about 
being loyal to the wrong people, mm-hmm. being thinking thinking that the word loyalty applies to all people. It doesn't. Right. That's true. Loyalty applies to people that you know have your best interest. Right. Because it's because 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 let's make sure we clear this up. Loyalty and disrespect are two totally different things. Mm -hmm. I'm telling you, when you're loyal to something, you know 100 percent in your heart that they're loyal to you. Right. And the thing that even me as a as a young kid that I found caught up in was being loyal to people that wasn't along for my long journey, for, for the for the real journey. That didn't have your best that interest did, in mind. Did not, that did not. The only thing, the only interest they really had is what I can do for them. Yes. Right? The access I was able to create for them. But for for my family being happy, for me being safe, and for me being protected, they had no great no interest in me of that. So that's why when I hear this story, of you talking about these football players. Yeah, if you want to be loyal to them, do a favor. Look at one of them and say, hey, dog, this ain't worth it. That is exactly what I say. When I, when I tell people, when I tell uh, young people the story, I say, if you really want to be loyal, care about somebody enough to say, you're tripping. Stop. Get what out you, of here. What you doing? Get out of here. Because you, like, you, you it, it, it can't be that serious. Right. So, man, I'm telling you, like, in most situations, Doc, I've always said, look, let's get, what, the, what, what are we doing? Shut the, and let's go. Yeah. Like, there's nothing for nobody to say. That's my, my, my number one ring. I used to always say to people, just shut up. Yeah. I hate when people try to explain something or now you want to talk after something happened. No, just shut up because right. now you have disturbed every damn thing. And that's why I think loyalty is sometimes not understood is because people are like, oh, you ain't have my back. No, I had better than your back. I just saved your freaking life. That is that is key. That is key. Yeah. What you just said. I have better than your back right there. Oh, I have talked to guys. So I do a lot of work in prisons, as you know, and I, and I have talked to guys who will be sitting there in solitary confinement in a very small cell. And I say to them, and we find out, we talk about what they've done to get there, right? Mm-hmm. And they'll talk about uh, being in gangs and doing things, doing stuff, rolling with their homies in the gangs. Mm-hmm. And I say, was that worth it? Like, this is where your life is right now. Like it might for those first five minutes where you get to say, yeah, I did whatever. Like I stood up. I did whatever. I rolled with my boys. Okay, great. Now for the next 20, 30 years, you're going to be in this tiny cell and that's okay. Like that's your purpose. That's what your best interest is. So to me, loyalty, uh, I think there's, I think you hit the nail on the head early. Like, do you care about somebody enough Mm -hmm. to help steer them? In the right direction. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm going to tell you something. See, and, and this is this is me, and, and and I think this is where we are because I believe, you know, this I, I got to say it, and I got to say it this way. But I think we're stuck in a in a cowardly society right now, right? Because everybody afraid to take that one on one butt whooping. Mm-hmm. Man, back in my day. That was how you showed that I was a man. Yeah. That I was loyal to me. That you know what? I don't need help. If you want to deal with me, dog, me and you can go one on one. But now we got cowards who pulls triggers so quickly and don't even stay there to watch the effect of it. I know. You see, so it, it's, it's so that's why, Doc. Let me tell you, and I'm glad we're on this because this is something deep to me because. If you know my story and you know the things that I had to listen to throughout my story, Doc, one thing that I always 
let bother me a little bit is when somebody tried to put me into the category of somebody that will physically take us life. Mm. Do you know the mentality you got to have to physically take somebody's damn life? Yeah. Bro, that's a that's a demonic spirit. Yeah. That's something that's way beyond comprehend. You can't comprehend with somebody that that thinks like that. That's why when you sit in there and you sit in these meetings and you watch First Forty Eight, that we desensitize murder and we just desensitize the pain of murder and the effect that it causes. So, and you look at these cowardly moves that's being made. Like these dudes, like like we're building ammunitions, man, that can take a life so quickly. And if we and if we and if we we if, if we really treat it as old school, if you got a dispute with a man and you and him really can't figure it out through words or you can't walk away, circle up your fight game and my fight game. But guess what? I go home to my family. Right. Maybe with a bloody nose. Listen, Maybe with bust teeth. I, I know. I had a guy. I had a guy in a group a couple of years ago. One of my anger management groups. He was about six four, about two hundred seventy pounds. Uh, he was a real, very, very tough individual, and he was he was he was a gangbanger. But he was really he stood up and he said, "You know what? I'm tired of all you young guys coming out here." And he had some choice words for sure. And he said, uh, "Pulling out guns." He said, "You said whatever happened?" He's like, he was from Oakland. He said, Am I, "We just step out. And we." fight like okay is that right no but at least we fight one-on-one like we would be a man about it and fight and i think so many people you're right like i i I don't i don't like i don't like defining or or labeling people but i also strongly agree with that word coward because i see it i I just i see it i Uh see it in i see it in the prison system i see it which led people to get there and the thing of it is people don't realize the the life on the other end of that. And not only that, but as you and I have talked about before, um, the mothers, the families that suffer when someone pulls an act of cowardice out and does something. Like, they don't see that. Like, they see this immediate impulsive need. Like, I'm pissed. I'm going to do whatever. Or I got a gun. I can act tough. But being loyal to that kind of stuff, I mean, you're really losing sight of the big picture. Because it shows you, Doc... So the only reason I use that word because that word is so relevant, right? It is. When you think about, you know, what, like to me, like I think, you know, one of the biggest cowards I've ever seen is any man that puts his hands on a woman because that's where our country has lost loyalty. Yeah. We've lost the commitment to obey order. It's not black and white. This is about order. This is about good versus evil. Let me tell you something, Doc, that was really interesting. I'm reading these new principles now. And one of the principles was explaining kind of what me and you are trying to explain now. The reason why men, the reason why people act the way we act. Why? Because from the beginning of time, we was given dominion over everything. We made choices over everything, over the flock, the, 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 everything we eat, everything we, 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 everything we build. We control that. And now we've took the word dominion and now we've decided to dominate people's lives. Well, yeah, a lot. That's exactly <laughs> on, on, on the street. That happens a lot. Like, a that lot. definitely happens a lot. A lot. 
And, and here's the thing. This doesn't have to just even apply to people that are out on the street or gangbangers. Like you can see this within the context of a business environment where people are being loyal to somebody who's being negative and gossiping and spreading you know, negative gossip about somebody else. And you say, should I participate in this? Should I be loyal in this workroom conversation right mm-hmm. now? Or should I stand up and say, you know what? This is not right. This person's mm-hmm. not in the room right now with us and they don't have a chance to defend themselves. So I really don't think we should be talking about this. Right. Loyalty, loyalty will give you freedom to live life any way you choose to live it. That's what loyalty will give you. And if you're loyal to the real cause, if you're loyal to the real purpose, if you're loyal to the what, what really matters, then everything else that doesn't matter doesn't matter. Right. right. It's irrelevant. Right? But that's the... Bro, I, I just... I mean, listen, man. It's frustrating when you see where our country is going because it's a bunch of crazy and things that's just unexplainable right now that's going on in our country. Well, one of the reasons I think, Doc, is order has been disturbed, Doc. Doc, there's no more order. Right, Doc? Doc, we, 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 we are fighting issues now that we shouldn't be fighting, Doc. We're having conversations, yeah. whether you're Democrat or Republican, that shouldn't be having conversations about, Doc. And the question to me is, like, I always say this. Like, we as a people, we let them take prayer out of schools. We let them take physical education out of schools. Right. Well, yeah. Let me come back to even your point on let's go. Let's go into this idea of politics. Here we go. So we have people on one side or the other. Right. You have Democrats, Republicans, and it becomes this either or mentality. It becomes I have to be loyal to some person, some politician that I don't know personally, that I don't I don't know their values personally. But I will I will fight and argue with you about what I think this person is. And they'll defend over. And I see people argue and get so angry and heated over politics. Um, and they're fighting. And I wonder, what are you being loyal to? Like, can we have, or is it possible? Like, I bet if you were to look at what you really believe, it probably doesn't line up with any one individual. Like you all have your, you, you have yourself, your own thoughts. So there's always going to be some flavor, some spin on it that's you. So do we necessarily need to argue and defend with other people? I mean, again, it just comes back to what are you loyal to? And, and it comes back to something you had said in, in another podcast episode, which is do I, can I rely on myself? Am I going to wait for people to gym? Am I going to rely on myself? When, when it comes to this idea of loyalty, are you loyal to just be loyal for the name of, look, I was loyal, or are you loyal to this bigger picture thing that you have in your mind? Absolutely. See, my my, 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 my first loyalty, and I'm going to write it as I say it, my first loyalty, for me, my loyalty goes directly to God. It, it, it ain't, it's simple for me. My next loyalty goes to my family. My next loyalty goes to my purpose. My next loyalty goes to my understanding. My next loyalty goes to my willingness to let go. To let go. That's, yeah. (laughs) That's great. That's great because, yeah. Right? Because willingness to let go means I'm willing to say I don't need to be attached to something. I don't need to be attached to it. I can step back and learn and see it differently. I can let it go and learn and learn a whole nother route at it, man. 
There is a story, a little little Aesop's fable story. I love to tell these, but this frog was friends with the mouse. So they decided, listen, we're so close. We got to tie ourselves together. So they literally tied themselves together with a string. And it was all well and good on the land for a little bit. But all of a sudden, the frog's like, man, I missed the water. So the frog jumps back in the water. And when he does, the mouse drowns. When the mouse drowns, the frog's still tied to him. Mouse floats to the top of the water. Hawk swoops down and eats them both. And I say to people, be careful who you tie yourself to, because you, you, whether you're the frog or the mouse, you, you, don't, you have to be mindful of who you're tying yourself to. That's really good. <laughs> hey, dog, that's, that, you know what? The mouse or the frog. <laughs> when we come back, <laughs> we're going to talk more about loyalty, what it takes to be loyal to the thing that matters to you most. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We're talking about loyalty, and I think there is a a deep-seated evolutionary biological reason that we want to be loyal. So check this out. This is a really cool theory. But in uh, out of, there was an anthropologist about two years ago who came out with this idea. And it, you know it's just an idea, but it's kind of cool to set the stage of, uh, of things. But he said that the Neanderthals probably died out because they had a bigger part of their brain devoted to coordination and eyesight and a smaller part of their brain devoted to the social aspect. Mm. Whereas Homo sapiens had a larger part devoted to the social aspect. Mm -hmm. So in other words, Neanderthals were bigger. They lived up on mountains, so they needed to have higher eyesight. But here's the other piece. If they really had that smaller social part, then maybe they tried to make it on their own. Mm -hmm. And because they tried to make it on their own, they ended up not surviving. Whereas Homo sapiens decided we need each other and we survive. Now listen... Whether you buy into that theory or not, the cool idea about that is it's potential that if that is, let's say let's play that out, like that is true, then we're hardwired to need each other. So it makes sense why we would want to be loyal. It makes sense why we would be drawn to being loyal to people. The problem is... Uh, the problem is when things go awry, when things start to go wrong, why do we feel that need to say... I have to stay loyal when I know my people that I'm being loyal to are doing the wrong thing. I think, you know, I think the the biggest thing that you just said, and I think we have to really slow down to make sure people understand this, is that it's easy for you to fall into these traps if you don't really understand loyalty between yourself, right? Mm. Like, that's one thing 
I think we should really do and should understand on what being loyal to oneself really means, right? Being loyal to to feed all parts of who we are, right? Like we got to be able to feed what it means to take care of my body. Mm. You got to feed that. You got to be loyal to what you put in your body and what you don't put into your body. Because look, we can talk about this until the cows come home. But if you ain't, if you're not physically right, Doc, to yourself, if you're not loyal to that part of you, Doc, that's a fight for the rest of your life. Yeah. If 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 you if you don't have moments where you get away from it mentally, if you don't have those meditation moments that you practice so often, and now I've really picked up on practicing those, if you don't have those, then you got to ask yourself, how loyal are you to yourself? Because then you'll see how you let people come in when you don't take care of you. Yes. I, now listen, I can't even say enough how much I learn, um, you know, like just friendship wise, when you talk about that, like, okay, I'm an intelligent person, but I have not uh, committed or been loyal enough to the way I feed my body. I'll say with food, right? Like, mm-hmm. I, so I, you know, I, I see a pizza, I eat it. Um, and that's I, funny, dog. <laughs> but but one of the things that I see with you and how disciplined you are with that is, I say that's another reason why I choose to be loyal with you. Like, why, why our friendship is a loyal friendship because I know that we have each other's best interest in mind. Like, for instance. I can keep learning about that. I need to keep learning about that. And and maybe you're out there listening and you're saying, well, you know, well, how are we supposed to keep up with a, a Ray Lewis diet or something like that? Well, the idea is being inspired by it. Like when I see something like that, when I see the way Ray eats, when I see the way he approaches his body as a temple, like that is to me inspiring. It's something I see and I say, I want to do. So it really is a matter, like you're right, like it's finding what to be loyal to, mm-hmm. what, what to be loyal and drawn toward. Yeah, because you got to make a choice. Yeah. Like, man, you got, listen, listen, dog. I got to go to this because it's, it, it's needed right now. Doc, I've lost five, six people of my family all up under 60 years old to cancers, Mm. to deterioration of the body, of something functionally not functioning properly. Yeah. And I'm asking myself and I'm asking my family, my mom and people that I'm close to that I love, when the body goes, that's the one part that we can't, you can't stop it when it starts to deteriorate. Yeah. That's the one thing that, it, it ain't about eating like Ray Lewis. It's about not eating the way we know you're not supposed to eat. That's a good point. That's a good point. Right? It's, it's yes. not me. It's not, don't take a Ray where he got money to buy. No, I do. Forget what I got money to buy. It's what, I, it's, it's what money I have that I don't buy. I'm not going to fast food places. How amazing is it that someone can take words, right? And I always tell you about words. Words dictate what we what we do and what we don't do. Words, fast food, fast food. Nothing fast helps. That's simple math. That's life. Nothing fast helps. And 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 we have 
we've locked ourselves into this. And so for me, man, it's it's a fight. I've been fighting my whole life to get people to understand why I've been so loyal to my body. Why I've been so loyal to taking care of my mind. Why I read. I don't care what your religion is. I don't care what it is. But there has to be something that stimulates the brain as well as the body. With three-part beings, mind, body, spirit. You must tap into all three of those equally. If you feed one more than the other, I guarantee you, you will end up failing in one of those areas. And one of the biggest areas right now that we have is when you talk about not being able to be loyal to the body. Right. Because once the body goes, guess what the mind does? The mind says I can only fight so long because I can't repair a, a broken liver. That's it's huge. Right. Huge, I, it's, huge. it's huge. Listen, I, I love it. I'm laughing because, uh, you know, Ray and my wife share the same birthday uh, and they have a lot of similarities. And my wife says uh, and they have same very similar eating habits. And my wife says to me, uh, I, if I, I remember telling her about I don't know how many years ago, I said, uh, wow, this chicken's on this chicken's really cheap. I was somewhere at some fast food place. I'm like, it's really cheap. And she said, why do you think it? It's cheap. Like, it's like getting ready to be expired or something. So they dropped the prices. And it made me stop and think and realize, wait a minute, uh, I do need to stop and think. And I, th- and I get that from when you talk about mm-hmm. this, about being loyal to the body, is stopping and thinking. You're right. There's no, it's not fat. What good comes fast? It's Nothing. discipline. It takes time. Nothing. Um, a good quality meal. One thing my mama taught me, one thing when, when I learned how to cook, I can cook now, dog. I can cook. <laughs> I can get some things going. But one thing I learned was it takes time Yeah. to make sure it's right, to make sure you're using the right stuff, to, to cook with different things, healthier options, right? Because now, bro, look, <laughs> the funniest thing, I, raised, I was raised my whole life, boy, you, you put everything in the deep fry. <laughs> you fry it, <laughs> you know. <laughs> and sometimes you find what's what you frying what's in the fish grease, what's in the chicken grease. <laughs> so by the third week, it all tastes the same. Dog. <laughs> you just rolling. But but but, and then I started to I started to want to be different, and I started to pay attention to what I would tell everybody about being loyal to my engine, which is my core, which is my abs, like. When I became loyal to my core is when I said, wow. And and when I even when I take breaks and don't go at it as hard, I say, wow, that's easy. All I got to do is make the right choices, what not to eat and what do, when to eat. Mm-hmm. But when I became loyal to the process of my body, what started happening was I started to become loyal with my access to my mind. Mm-hmm. So I then stopped letting people in because of the toxins that would normally be in me through foods and things. I was getting rid of those through my eating habits. And then I started to go further and I started to pay attention to people conversation. Right. And that's why I tell people all the time, if you want to know something, even a fool is counted wise until he opens his mouth. Right. So when you sit there and you listen to people enough, you'll find out if they're loyal or not just by listening. I tell people all the time, listen way more than you talk. And it'll scare the hell out of what you might learn. It's uh, yeah. It's I. I got to come back to something you said that was the about the time. So it takes time, right? It takes time to cook a good meal. It takes time to do that. Let's bring this back to our story at the beginning about those football players. If it when it sometimes with loyalty we think it has to be impulsive, like I need to be loyal to this immediate need right now. Mm-hmm. When in fact, if we really understand our purpose, we can be loyal to the 
to that bigger picture, which is I'd rather get you out of this bar. I'd rather get you out of this situation. And now let's now we get out of this situation. You could be angry I didn't jump and, and have your back for two seconds, yeah. but now we can look at it. It's 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 taking time to see friendships, relationships, mm-hmm. partnerships. They take Time. time. And so we try to rush that with, I got to hurry up and do this impulsive thing. And I think that sometimes is what leads people into the problems with loyalty. It's the impulsiveness. Because it's our world. Our yeah. world say, keep yeah. moving, keep moving, keep moving, keep moving. I'm yeah. watching I'm watching the news. Quick example, I'm watching the news. And they showed three separate homicides. Three separate homicides, right? They showed two suicides. All up under 25 seconds. Jeez. That's how fast we went past these tragedies. Right. Some people's lives. Some people's lives. Mm. Showing you how fast we went. Oh, my gosh. There was a tragedy until last night. And then this was, I said, man, wait a minute. Wow. That was less than 30 seconds. I timed it. Wow. If you want to do something as a people to show how really disconnected, how we have to, 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 to really find you, you have to disconnect to what people want you to connect mm-hmm. to, right? People want to keep you occupied. Right. They want to keep you reading the wrong things. They want to keep you know. It was it was interesting. I read this um this book called The Culture of Fear, and it was really interesting reading the book because what the book explains is how all of these things are humans creating this. These platforms of how I can take the mind and the brain by your visual sin, mm. and I can teach you how to live. Mm. That's why. That's why. That's why we say kids learns what they kids learn what they live. Right. Right. You right. raise a child up, and I guarantee you, the way you raise him up, he may depart, but he'll find his way back. Yeah. You see, and that's parents, and 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 not all parents, but parents at one time was loyal to the process of raising a respectful child. Mm-hmm. Remember, you were remembered. Sure. Your loyalty was to your family's name. People used to see you in the streets and say, oh, that's that Lewis boy family right there. By the way, you carried yourself. Right. Right? And and and, and, so, and, and so the disconnect now is everything moves so fast, Doc, that we've gotten away from loyalty of what our community is supposed to look like. Well, you. Yeah. Just, I mean, the, this is a huge, huge point. Okay, so people will say, uh, uh, "Okay, I'm in being loyal to my name if it's the Bloods or the Crips. I'm being, I'm being loyal to that." But I think what you and I are trying to express is that if you if you really step back and you take the time to see what you're really about, I don't think that it is in your inherent nature. To uh, harm other people, I really mm-hmm. don't think that's in our nature. I, like I said from the from that beginning, from that a whole idea from anthropology, the idea that we're we're we need each other, we're connected. Like one of the worst things that could have happened ten thousand years ago is to get isolated from the group because you get isolated from the group. How are you supposed to survive if you yeah. need everybody? Yeah. So I think we're hardwired to want to do that. Right. Being being loyal. What you're talking about? Choosing evil. That's a choice. Mm-hmm. It is a choice. No, that's a it choice. It is a choice. When, 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 when I, would, I would just, and, and that's why I do so much work in the communities. Because all I want to do is give them a different choice. I want to mm-hmm. give you another option. Yeah. I, I get it. I get yeah. it where you are. Right? I get it that you ain't left 
you, you've never left three blocks. Right. So I get why you fussing with a person who looks just like you, skin color as dark as yours. Right? I get that. But what I don't get is, if you never leave these three blocks, how you ever going to grow? Yeah. What are you loyal to? Colors? Really? Because, because sooner or later, everybody will have to answer to their, le- to their legacy. Yeah. Everybody. Why and what you were remembered for. And so whether you find yourself in a rough situation now and you find yourself on the brink of giving up, my advice would be go the extra mile. Go that one more round and 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 slow down enough to exclude everybody else is what I call my cocoon my cocoon season. After every surgery I ever had, I had nine surgeries. After every surgery I had, people aren't as in contact with you when you're hurt and you can't do nothing for them. Okay. Right? It's true. So that time when I had my surgeries was my, I've realized it was my quiet time. It was the time for me to restore, renew, and remember on what I'm going to do when I come out of this. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's almost the same essence of a caterpillar changing into a butterfly. Mm-hmm. See, a caterpillar webs himself. Nobody does that for him. Yeah. And see, sometimes we have to web ourselves to put ourselves in these cocoons to get away from people. So when we come out as that butterfly, we then speak a different language. Well, that's you're yeah. right. You're right. Mm-hmm. I mean, you refer you alluded to it earlier about my meditation. Like I've definitely adopted meditation as a huge part of my life. Yeah. And it is going in daily to an inner cocoon. It really is. That's it. To take some of that time to turn off, to, to come and sit. And I think it's difficult for people to sit with... With themselves, mm-hmm. I think it's a challenge for all of us to sit with ourselves at times. But I think that until we do that, we can't connect with that larger vision of right. what we really need to be loyal to. Right. Right. Yeah. You know, I tell you what, because it's, look, you you always say things that make me just think about certain things, right? And all I'm gonna tell you is this: from the day one. I never forget when we walked in this this room together the first day we met and I heard you speak for the first time what I gave up and then the first thing you exposed to me was I'm from Pittsburgh <laughs> and I'm like oh my gosh really so when when you and I met on the show of uh coaching battle I, I, I never forget like there's so many different levels, but there is a story that I wanted to tell you about that I, you, I don't even know if you remember this, but we were we had just met and we're sitting in a room with a bunch of producers and and and, and things like that, and I introduced myself. Now you know in my professional life I'm working with people. I go by Dr. Conti. In my personal life I just introduced myself as Christian. So I said, you know, hey, my name's Christian, and, and we're talking in the meeting here. And uh, the one person kept said to me, kept calling, referring to me as Chris. So the first time I corrected him, I said, I'm sorry, I go by Christian. That's just that's how I go by. That's my name. And then at the second time he called me Chris, and I said, my name is Christian. And the third time he called me Chris, I just put my head down. I kind of just was like, okay. 
okay, it is what it is. And it was one of the best moments for me because, Ray, you looked right at that dude and you said, his name is Christian. <laughs> and I was like, and I just kind of looked up and like, it felt so good because we talk about this concept of loyalty and who you, who really matters. Like when you saw something mattered to me, that was, that was, and it was a good, positive thing. It was, yeah. like, you know, you were there to defend it. And that was amazing. And, we and we do laugh because what we were steeped in is when I told you I was from Pittsburgh. Oh boy! Like, <laughs> oh no, this guy's from Pittsburgh. Oh boy! And uh, and and it's fun in sports to have banter. It's fun to be able to um, to to rally for your city. Listen, mm-hmm. it is a fun thing to do. But at the end of the day, if you don't recognize that these are human beings out there in those uniforms. Then people take things way too far. Take way too loyalty, far. yeah. Take the loyalty way too far. We've way seen far. fans. You've seen uh, beaten up. You've seen yeah. you know you see you see that the stuff that you have heard. Some of the things you've shared with me that you've heard. Um, I'm embarrassed. And by when it comes to the city of Pittsburgh, I'm embarrassed yeah. that that people have said some of the racial things they've said to you. Um, it's when people take loyalty too far, right? Is saying, you know, this is a team. This is a sport. It's fun. It's fun to have banter. Like, I love when we watch sports together. Like, we'll, I mean, that's just part of, that's part of life to have fun with sports. I think we take it, you know, you said it best, man. You know, I think we forget that the people that we're out there watching, they're freaking humans. Yeah. Right? And, and, and I think the ugliest thing is, <clears throat> I think when you hear how people aren't loyal, you know, when, you make a mistake, mm. you know. Like, <laughs> like you know, I, I I sit there and I listen to people now. I listen to producers on shows, and I would listen to them saying, "Man, he's terrible. He's he can't drop this. He dropped this pass. He can't throw." It. And I'm like, "Really? <laughs> really? Have you ever tried that <laughs> on this level? Have you ever thought about trying that on this level?" And when you listen to people. On how they, man, this this conviction that they have, like, no, he's worse and he's terrible. And I'm like, man, listen here. But what it shows you, Doc, honestly, is we can't fix everybody. Yeah. It shows you that people have their minds made up on whatever they're going to do and however they're going to do it. Give you an example, just what you just said off that side. Never forget that day we were sitting in that office and we having this conversation. And the only reason I said it the way I said it, because I saw you do it twice yeah. to this guy. And I'm like, are you not hearing it? What? <laughs> What? What's the disconnect? Yeah. And so if you if you're around me enough, you know I'm gonna say it. So you can be mad at me if you want to. You can say what like Ray go. I'm gonna say it because I, it 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 blows my mind when people hold their tongues and just don't say it. And then that's why I tell people, listen, you can say what you want to say. You can view me however you want to view me. But there's a fact. What after I say it, it's irrelevant what you say to me because I don't care, right? But that's my loyalty to myself, man. And but that was my loyalty more to you. So, like I'm saying, uh, yes, his name is freaking Christian. Like, okay, I learned that just now too. So I have to call him the same thing. But but that's what happens, bro. When you know when you take loyalty and you turn loyalty into a, a, a war of disrespect. Because that's what happens mm. when you get the sports and you get the fans and you get man, I'll never forget this one this one guy says some stuff so racist and so cruel, Doc. And I looked at him and I said, 
and his son was beside him. And, and, and I said, and you let your child hear that? Wow. wow. Really? And and, and, and and so from that point, Doc, for me and you, I was like, okay. not It's not the first time, but I'm definitely not ignorant that racism exists. Right. I can't be ignorant to that. I'm a black man living in America, okay? Yeah, yeah. things happen, and we look that differently. I get it. Okay, but really? Yeah. You pass that down to your son? And, bro, if you had heard what he said, I will never repeat it. Yeah. Because if you ever heard what he said, but it shows you what we're loyal to and what we're not loyal to. Mm. And when people take loyalty and move that out of the way and say, just let me put disrespect in front of that. And let me just put, just, just cursing. And until, you know, and so that's why I stopped cursing many, many years ago. Because I look, I look at, I look at cursing. Cursing is a way to show you that you've dumbed down the English language. Mm. So you replace cursing with things that you don't want to think about. Okay. Right? So people, when they curse, and, you, and when you hear people curse a lot, right, it's to show what? What's the point? When you, so yeah. I, I told a coach, um, I was playing in my career, I'll never forget it. And uh, he, he said, You mother, I said, Don't ever, don't ever curse me. That's it's the one problem we will always have. Right. Do you curse your kids? Because if you do, you have a right to, but I'm damn sure not your kid. Right. Right? right. Because once you remove that part of it, bro, then it becomes now you got to deal with me for who I am, for the man that I am. And if I'm loyal to my team, regardless if you're going to be here or not, coach, because I guarantee you, if you me and you know me, I'm going to be right here longer than any coach going to be here until I'm ready to retire. <laughs> right. And so but that's the that's the thing, man, that I think when you start to get people in this world of sports that they feel they have a right yeah. to be little people. It, they, yeah, it's so. it's I mean, it's appalling. Mm hmm. And there, in it is a message that I really hope people hear. And, and you really hit on it, which is passing things down, being loyal to passing things down. I have heard through the years, thousands and thousands of hours of clinical experience. And I hear people say, well, that's how it was done for me. Well, guess what? If it was done wrong, then learn and do it differently. Like, why are we learning? Why are we, why are we growing and evolving as people if we can't learn and take that new knowledge somewhere? Yeah. So, you know, uh, people, we, we, we talk about like screaming at people or something like that. When you and I did this with the coaches, like one of the things that we know is that when you yell at someone, you elicit their fear response. Yeah. But when you're teaching people, you want to elicit their, their thinking part of their brain. So you're really shooting yourself in your foot where you're screaming at somebody, cursing somebody up and down when you're really trying to teach them mm-hmm. instead of just actually just talking to them and like a normal, you know, just in a, in, a, in a rational way. So we learn this. Now we know this. There's brain scan evidence that can demonstrate this and support this, that we don't want to elicit the fight or flight response. So why not use that information? Mm-hmm. I, I think I think that it's it, you, you really hit the nail on the head because that man passed that down to his child. Yes. And you and I saw something on the show. Uh, for those of you who need to go back and watch uh, our show, Coaching Babble, we had one of our coaches cussed out this little 12-year-old player. And he said, well, he's old enough to handle that. And I said, well, what about the 4-year-old who was in the stands behind you? And he didn't see her. And he didn't even know that it happened. Um, hmm. 
And that's the thing, to be mindful of who's around you and be mindful of what you're passing on. Look, sports are awesome. I love sports. I mean, I love, love sports. You know, you love sports. You are the epitome of sports. But at some point, we have to recognize that loyalty to your team is okay in fun banter. It's not okay when you are ripping people apart for who they are as human beings, when they're really, uh, and just seeing them as a number, when people are far more than a number. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I, I tell people, I tell people straight up, Doc, show me who you are. You know, if you're a racist, come up and tell me you're a racist. <laughs> if you don't like me, it's okay. <laughs> Just come up and tell me that, you know. But don't, 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 don't create this other thing. You know, don't, don't, don't put on this, this fakeness of, right. of, of who you are or who you aren't. You know, I'm going to challenge people to do something. You know, take a break this week from anything that has distracted you from what your real purpose is. Write down what you believe you're loyal to. And then on the side of that, write down everything you know that's not loyal to yourself. And then when you when you take a step back for a minute and when you're able to walk outside and chase a sunset, when you're able to go into what Doc believes is help this life, which is meditation, do, do this for you. Not because I said it, not because Doc said it. Find out if you're happy with you. Find out if you're loyal to you. Find out if your destiny is on hold because you're in a state of confusion. If you've still got life, you still got breath, you still got a chance. But loyalty, loyalty defines what true character is. Character, character will define your identity. And I truly believe your identity will dictate your legacy. It is an honor to be sitting here with you. And it's it's an honor to be a part of loyalty uh, with you as a genuine friend. Thank you so much for downloading Tackling Life Podcast today. Subscribe to the podcast and you'll get two all new episodes automatically downloaded every week. And please help spread the word and bring in new listeners by going to our iTunes page and giving us a rating and a review. For more Tackling Life content, go to raylewis.com and drchristianconti.com. Plus, you'll find us on Facebook. Until next time, for Ray Lewis, I'm Dr. Christian Conti. When you make decisions for your company, you always look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing and shipping to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your process to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, books, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart if you sell online, schedule package pickups through the dashboard, and automatically see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers, with rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are, even on the go. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other business decision makers with Stamps.com. Sign up at Stamps.com with code PROGRAM for a special offer that includes a four-week trial, plus free postage, and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.